0: Gerhardt's back.
1: The more things change, the more they stay the same. From
0: NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast.
1: Okay, I'm Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams, riding shotgun here as always. Holiday season, Bob, and I thought that I would express our Christmas greeting to everybody really? during, during this, this this great time of year. And so I, I wish for you best wishes for an environmentally conscious, socially responsible, low-stress Non-addictive, gender-neutral, winter solstice holiday. Practiced within the most joyous <laughs> traditions of the religious persuasion of your choice, but with respect for the religious persuasions of others, of course, who choose to practice their own religion, as well as those who choose not to practice a religion at all. Now, this politically correct Christmas greeting has a disclaimer. Uh, the greeting subject to clarification or withdrawal. <laughs> it implies no promise by the wisher to actually implement any of the wishes for her or himself or others. No responsibility for any unintended emotional stress these greetings may bring to anyone not caught up in the holiday spirit. <laughs> so there is our politically correct spirit uh, of I, Christmas greeting.
0: I think that pretty much covers it.
1: Yeah. I, uh, getting back to the business at hand, uh, we're getting toward the end of the year, and people will oh, tend to sum up you know, what went on looking right. back, what were the big things. And uh, Eric Scott, uh, their news director, had written a piece that appeared on the website, and he says, Murphy's first year ending with a whimper. And I, think, I was thinking about that. What is the big story in New Jersey? This, what would you say? Well, have you th-
0: uh, what with, 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 no, no, just, the just governor, in the state or?
1: of New Jersey. What would be, in your view, the top news story of the past year? Well, I, I, I would, couldn't think of one.
0: I, I would say uh, the, the, uh, the snowstorm. That was not uh, taken care of properly oh, back in November. Point. I think that was one of them. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the uh, the the rape uh, allegations in the Murphy administration. I think that whole cover up is certainly on the top of the list. How about yourself? What do well, you what do you uh, think? So, so see, it all points back to our governor. <laughs>
1: In his progressive quest for the presidency, Mm -hmm. he he has established during the year his his bona fides as a qualified uh, progressive of the the furthest extreme. And so he he has showed the flag to the party. But he didn't do a whole lot here. Nope. (laughs) Uh, And as Eric said, it it ended with a whimper. But I was just looking over at at some of the, uh, the specifics here. And to me, the big story is the fact that he did not accomplish the Californianization of New Jersey, mm. as pretty much promised in the campaign. We're going to go, we're going to be just like California. We're going uh, to have marijuana, legalized uh, marijuana, the $15 an hour minimum wage, uh, the uh, uh, oh, sanctuary state. Right, all of that stuff. And, uh So huge education funding, some of that they got. Mm -hmm. But all of these things sort of fizzled. There was uh, none of them have happened. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought, along with that thought, for the first time, and I can remember in 26 years, I I have pride in the New Jersey legislature because Mm, it was the legislature that actually stopped him from, from these things. So the Californianization did fizzle. They were not a sanctuary state. The the legislature, they're still monkeying around with the $15 an hour minimum wage. One I thought was funny is, heck, the... uh one of the proposals for the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, it would reach fifteen dollars, but not till uh, two thousand twenty seven. It would be uh, gradually phased. Yeah, in. but by yes. two thousand twenty seven, with even a little bit of inflation, You're that's still... right back to a dollar an hour <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> so, right. uh, mm-hmm. in purchase power. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, they, they do funny things. But and, and did you hear about that thing in California? The other California <laughs> Californiaization of uh, what's going on. The, uh, there's a proposed bill to tax texting did you I, see I that i saw it but i didn't that hasn't I, uh, happened here yet or there's there's no uh, bills for that here I, but uh, there's a bill in california that to, to tax texting to use that money to help the poor get cell phones
1: <laughs> to help the poor text
0: <laughs> so, so they can be taxed
1: right. uh, it's the whole thing is absolutely crazy yeah. i thought uh, just a little bit of an aside but it occurred to me this morning with these progressives and and what goes on in California, the the immigration. Oh, that was another thing, because it does relate to Murphy. We are not a sanctuary state. No. They sort of went in and tried to stop uh, the uh, law enforcement Mm -hmm. from enforcing immigration laws. And they said, well, this is okay, because we will certainly never uh, let, let a, or not let a criminal. Yeah. Uh, not be deported. So it's just people who are, you know, good, nice, salt-of-the-earth people. We can't mm-hmm. detain them. But one of these good, salt-of-the-earth people that they let out in New Jersey went out in the, uh, where was it, the Midwest, and killed three people. Right mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. You know, maybe it's just me, but that would seem to be uh, not an innocent mm-hmm. <laughs> type right. person. So uh, the, uh, the the immigration, it occurred to me this morning, just driving in here, I'd make a deal with progressives. Now, for every you, you can let in anybody you want uh, illegally into the country, which is dear to their heart, because it's a potential vote. See, the whole thing is about votes. Absolutely, mean, all the bull crap. and No stuff doubt that's about up in that. The yep. They all figure it's a power play for the parties to guarantee the perpetuation of this Democratic Party. Republicans would do it, but they've never been smart enough. So, so the uh, you know they sit there with their thumbs and their well, ear. Right. And uh, they've
0: never been as blatant as the uh, Democrats are. Or as this. clever. Yeah. I, and I
1: yeah. think it's because Republicans, often, many of them uh, in the higher places, they don't think like that. They, they can't suspect anybody of anything <laughs> because they figure, well, I wouldn't do it. You, certainly they won't. Well, they did. They, they got you. Yeah. But my thought is okay, let anybody in you want. But for every one illegal alien you, you let in the country, we will let one person qualifying for legal immigration in free. There are people have been waiting years, Trump.
0: Uh, yeah, so we get one of those
1: people. goes in free. But one Democrat has to leave the country. Mm. You see, for balance. <laughs> and so this is my proposal. I offer you my approval on that. For every illegal alien who comes in that you let in the country illegally, not legally, but you let in legal, illegally in the country, then one person applying for legal citizenship will be let in and given citizenship. And one Democrat, you can choose him, you know, have a, have a lottery, has to leave the country. Because that way you're not going to stack the voting rolls. <laughs> you're, That's right. you're sort of replacing it. It, it, it washes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, again, I, uh, oh, here's another one that I thought was rather interesting. I found, going through my recycling bin the other day, I found this campaign flyer for, uh, Oh, Governor Smiley? For, gov- for the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, governor Murphy. And now, one of the things he says uh, here's here's the better way: Murphy will end tax loopholes for big corporations. I I didn't see that <laughs> no <laughs> anywhere. Nope. Of course, that's how he made his money with a big corporation course, through loopholes. Loop yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, put more. Uh, uh, let's see. Fight to achieve equal pay for women. Uh, create jobs and improve New Jersey's economy for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't. Has your no? Has your life been improved during not this administration? Really, I, I don't no. know. No. But here's the one: put more money toward funding for education. Now they had that ballot, uh, that that uh, public question on the ballot, mm-hmm. money for school, and the people of New Jersey bit fell for it.
0: Oh, with the yeah, with the re- re- repair bill, like for, for billion, million. for school construction. Yeah, a million dollars. All
1: right. Now I went back also, uh, just coincidentally, in my recycling bin. I found an old story that I had had here in a, in a old box that goes back uh, to August 2005. Now, at August 2005, was after they had had another school construction corporation, multi-billion dollar. Oh, that was uh, a- uh, 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 program. Yes. Now. They appointed as the chief executive of the New Jersey School Construction Corporation, the head lobbyist for the construction industry. <laughs> so you can imagine you're talking about a fox in the henhouse, house. <laughs> Honest to Pete. Uh, and uh, so, but yeah, here it is. Here's the story from Newark. This is from uh, the New York Times. Uh, John Spencer, chief executive of the agency, the New Jersey Schools Construction Corporation, who admitted money was wasted issued a short statement saying he was taking a job in New York City. His resignation comes on the heels of a harsh inspector general's report in April that faulted the agency, which was intended to level the playing field for thousands of poor students. However, it simply was marked with cost overruns, excessive bonuses, widespread corruption and mismanagement. And that's how they blew a couple of million dollars. Gosh. And so here we go again, the people in New Jersey. I guess, well, of course, that was some time ago. Maybe people forget. But when you went out and voted to approve that money, I wish somebody had brought that up because that's what happened the last time. Look, more money for education does not mean that 15 cents is going to get to your kid in the classroom.
0: More money doesn't mean that they're going to be better educated.
1: Right. And the teachers and all will tell you that. They told us that for years. You got all this huge money they were spending, especially for these uh, so-called poor districts. Uh The Uh, the, 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 the Abbott districts. The Abbott districts at one time. Every teacher would tell you, I never saw one pen or a sheet of paper. It all went into administrative raises, entitlements. And so when you're giving money to, quote, education, then you're giving it to the education establishment. Uh, Don't think... That they're going to do, as, as uh, what former Senator John Lynch once uh, time went to the uh, NJEA convention in Atlantic City and got up and almost had himself ridden out of Atlantic City on a rail because he told the teachers union, he says, "You people are doing nothing but hiding behind kids, you know, for your own." Profit, be- benefit,
0: yes. benefit. So how again, many, how many of these affluent districts are so beyond frustration that the uh, monies mm-hmm. that could be going to their school districts are being just uh, thrown down the rat holes in some of these uh, districts is, that really the money well, should be going to, but it's really not getting well, how, to the right how places. How they get you on that, they start.
1: They play the race card. Yeah. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. mean the people. People don't. Right. Yeah but this is the the politicians mm-hmm. because and who want to use this money i guess to kind of reward their their homies back home and their constituents that is that is horrible and, and so i'm sure a lot of them have a finger in the wood pile yeah. too mm-hmm. uh, but the uh that's what happened and uh, and so but they hide there and say well this is you you're shortchanging. in other words you're you're helping to oppress further people in these ethnic communities right
0: Remember that Remember that piece you used to have that little sound bite? It's for the children. Oh, yeah. It's for, we got to find oh, that. So,
1: so whiny. It's for it, the it's children. It's for the children. Oh, bullpucket. Yeah. We know what it's for. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, any, anything more the governor's done? He's on his way to Africa today. Yeah,
0: he's uh, on his way for his uh, big uh, Christmas vacation. I think he's going to. Tanzania and a couple of other spots in Africa, just to get away from New Jersey, I guess, and whatever's happening here. Yeah, it, it's it's just such an interesting phenomenon,
1: and people seem that they are just not willing to ever catch on. You get these super rich people who found out they can buy a job, they can buy a toy. Yeah, it's a toy, and do we have to, to play with?
0: Do we have to pay for his vacation? Do we know?
1: I I wouldn't know specifically, but I do believe that. Uh, Security has security to be provided. Security has to be with him because now, of the often when they yes. go, they will take a few state troopers with them or whatever part of their, their their security detail. I
0: mean, do we know if he's just taking his family or an entire entourage oh, of don't government know. Uh, I, I officials? Don't, I well, think the reason, the reason we're, on our on yeah. our ticket on our on our tab.
1: I think the reason we're vague on that. I think they just announced that this morning or very recently, as far as I know, right. we don't have all the details. Right. But uh, I think Tanzania.
0: He's not flying commercial. I bet. <laughs> Right. Or maybe maybe he is. Who knows? Uh, well, he's not taking the state helicopter. <laughs> I think. If he is, uh, I'm sure
1: we'll find out about uh, it. Maybe he'll like it so much over there, he'll stay. <laughs> that, that's a possibility too. Maybe he's looking for votes over there. Well, that's you see. Okay, now with a politician, no, no, you have to think somewhere involved in that. Somewhere it's in that is is that. is a is a political move. Mm-hmm. Now the political move. Would be in that case to come back in the next election and say to African American voters, "I've been to your ancestral home and I know I, I, this. I see this. I know. I know. I, I feel your pain. You know, like Clinton did with the <laughs> lady it. in the campaign. And people will fall for well, it. Oh, they'll play it. They'll yes, play. They will. For it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah but, but somehow historically, how some of these things have happened. Some people got in trouble. Rob Andrews, the perennial Democratic from South Jersey, uh, representative from South Jersey decided he was going to go to Ireland mm-hmm. for, I think, his, uh, somebody's wedding or other. But it was going to be on official business <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because he was going to go out probably, you know, in the middle of the night out somewhere in the middle of the boonies make a political speech.
0: <laughs> and, and call it to, a trade. To the sheep, you know. Yeah, right.
1: and And so, therefore, it was it was a trade mission. <laughs> right. See, they often do a trade mission. <laughs>
0: they can call it whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Christy Whitman did trade missions. Yep. Uh, she did one trade mission with a big entourage of people. And they went to Hong Kong, Mm. an $800-a-night hotel room. That's right. (laughs) But it was a trade mission. I don't know what they traded. You know, pictures of each other. Well, here's a picture of my car, my family, and how about yours? Or in Russia, they trade pens. That was a big thing. You had to go to Russia. This was back, I guess, when I was there, which was the communist era. Uh, They told you to take a whole bunch of of, of chewing gum and and pens, Mm -hmm. little cheap ballpoint pens, because— that was considered the going thing. When you meet somebody uh, and you have a little bit of an attachment, a conversation with him, other than just you know, passing, you trade pens. Mm. And so uh, maybe there's something like that going. I, I have no <laughs> idea. You can't tell. Mm-hmm. However, the uh, the governor's first year, I think we can sum that up. And... Okay. Get an extra one there. Uh Oh, you got one in. (laughs) I'll give you one more. Okay. You'll be the critic. Okay. Well done. Well done. Hi, I'm Jim Gerhardt Again, I'd like to tell you something about Robert DeKansky of REMAX First Advantage. Now, Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to or he will buy it. And there's no risk to you because he'll let you out of that contract anytime. Now, just imagine this. The stress of going through a wedding, moving to a new house, having a whole change of life, still not being able to sell the house, then deal with two mortgages at the same time. That's what a lady named Marina of North Plainfield was going through. Just married, just moved. Her old house was on the market six months with another agent. No activity. So, what do you do? Well, you talk to Rob Dukansky. Rob sat down with Marina, came up with a marketing plan, matched the home with his database of buyers, and bam, over 100 showings. So call the official real estate agent of 101.5, and the only agent I would think of calling if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky, 855-350-1015, 855-350-1015, or online at robsellsnj.com. Talk to Rob and start packing. One of the things we do here is to, uh, is trips down New Jersey memory lane, especially mm-hmm. New Jersey 101.5. There's a couple of things that we used to do uh, around Christmas time. We had the mouse balls last year, but yeah. there's a couple of, Now, this is so much better with music, obviously, but we, I think we covered this last week you, on this uh, type of broadcast All on right. the internet. We can't use music. <laughs> we, can't,
0: we can't do holiday, you,
1: you could hum jingle. But no, yeah. you can't hum jingle bells. They'd right. get you for that. Yeah. And so, uh, again, if you hear this, uh, you'll say, well, yeah, yeah I've been kind of cute with music behind it, which we did. But we can't now because of licensing and the like. Yeah. But I thought this was interesting. You know, a Christmas tree, very commonly you have a, uh, an angel on top. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an old tradition. At the top of the tree, there's a little angel. So, We've dug into this and did some research and found out why. What is the tradition behind the angel on top of the Christmas tree? Well, here is the story. Now, this goes to the North Pole just before Christmas. Uh, Santa Claus, first of all, Mrs. Claus told him that her mother was coming to visit. And that did add just, just a skosh of stress to Santa Claus. When Santa went out to harness the reindeer, he found that three of them were about to give birth. Two others had jumped the fence and were out. Heaven knows where around the North Pole they were. And then when he began to load the sleigh, one of the floorboards cracked. A toy bell fell to the ground. All the toys were scattered. Frustrated, Santa said, okay, I'm going to go back in the house. I'm going to have a cup of apple cider, maybe even a shot of rum. He went to the cupboard. Then he discovered the elves had drunk all the cider (laughs) and the rum. In frustration, he accidentally dropped the cider jug, broken into hundreds of little glass pieces all over the kitchen floor. So Santa went to get the broom and found the mice had eaten all the straw at the end of the broom. And he was just beside himself, and Santa stomping around, tearing his hair, his you know, beard and all. And just then the doorbell rang. And a very irritated Santa marched to the door, yanked open the door, and there he looked down, and there was a beautiful little angel. And the angel had behind him a great big Christmas tree. And the angel looked up to Santa and said very cheerfully, Merry Christmas, Santa. Isn't this a lovely day? I have a beautiful tree for you. Where would you like me to stick it? And thus began the tradition of the little angel on top of the Christmas tree. Uh, you see, you are the best storyteller. Ed- educational radio.
0: You only do the... the yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Now, Bob, you would ask for this. W- w- I-, I loved it when you used to do the, the, this bit about the politically correct office party. Now, as we tape this today, we're having our holiday Christmas oh, party right, here at, at the, the station. So, um, okay. Me- I mean, I... I I, I'm sure a lot of people loved listening to that. Okay, and again, this yeah, is yeah, something... You have, we, you have it there? Oh,
1: sure. Oh. I, I just, it just happened because I love the piece, too. And, of course, this rings true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all right, here is a memo from a company. It could be any company, really. Uh, memo to all employees. This is from Patty Lewis, the Human Resources Director. And this is dated December 2nd, and it's re the holiday party. Now... She says, I'm happy to inform you that the company Christmas party will take place on December 23rd starting at noon in the banquet room at Luigi's Open Pit Barbecue. A no-host bar, but plenty of eggnog. Mm -hmm. We'll have a small band playing traditional carols. Feel free to sing along. And don't be surprised if our CEO shows up dressed as Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. A Christmas tree will be lit at 1 p.m., Exchange of gifts among employees can be done. However, no gift should be over $10 just to make the giving of gifts easy for everybody. The gathering is only for employees, and a special announcement will be made by our CEO at that time. Merry Christmas to you and your family from Patty. Now, this one is December the third, the next day. And Patty says uh, from Patty Lewis, and she says, in no way was yesterday's memo included to exclude our Jewish employees. We recognize that Hanukkah is an important holiday, which often coincides with Christmas. So unfortunately not this year. However, from now on, we'll just call it our holiday party. Same policy applies to employees who are celebrating Kwanzaa. There'll be no Christmas tree present, no Christmas carols sung. We'll have other types of music for your enjoyment. Are you happy now? Happy holidays to you and your family from Patty
0: Lewis.
1: (laughs) December 4th, the next day, from Patty Lewis to all employees. Regarding the note I received from a member of Alcoholics Anonymous requesting a non-drinking table, you didn't sign your name. I'm happy to accommodate the request, but if I put a sign on the table that reads AA only, you won't be anonymous anymore. How am I supposed to handle that? Oh, oh, and forget about the gifts exchange. No gifts exchange are allowed since union members feel ten dollars is too much. <laughs> Executives believe it's too little. So no gift exchange will be allowed. And we go now to the to December seventh, re the holiday party. What a diverse group we are. I had no idea that December twentieth begins the Muslim holy month of Ramadan, which <laughs> forbids eating and drinking during daylight hours. So there goes the old party. Ah, oh, but seriously, we can appreciate how a luncheon This time of year does not accommodate our Muslim employees' beliefs. Perhaps Luigi can hold off serving your meal until the end of the party. The days are short this time of year. Or else just package everything to take home in little foil swans. Will that work? Meanwhile, Patty continues, I've arranged for members of Overeaters Anonymous to sit furthest from the dessert buffet. Pregnant women will get table closest to the restrooms. Gays are allowed to sit with each other. There will be a flower arrangement for the gay men's table to the person asking permission to cross-dress. No cross-dressing allowed. We will have booster seats for short people. Low-fat food will be available for those on a diet. Now, we cannot control the salt used in food. We suggest for those people with high blood problems to taste first. There will be fresh fruits as dessert for diabetics. The restaurant cannot supply no-sugar desserts. And that says from Patty Lewis. Now... Here is the next one, December 8th, from Patty Lewis. So December 22nd marks the winter solstice. What do you expect me to do? Tap dance on your heads? (laughs) Fire regulations that Luigi's prohibit the burning of sage by our Earth-based goddess-worshipping employees. (laughs) We will try to accommodate your shamanic drumming circle during the band's breaks. Okay, signed Patty. Next day, sure enough, Patty Lewis, Human Resources Director. People, people. Nothing sinister was intended by having our CEO dress up like Santa Claus. Even if the anagram of Santa does happen to be Satan, there's no evil connotation to our own little man in a red suit. It's a tradition, people, like sugar shock at Halloween, or family feuds over Thanksgiving turkey, or broken hearts on Valentine's Day. Can't we lighten up, please? Also, the company has changed their mind in announcing that special announcement at the gathering... You'll get a notification in the mail at home. And finally, December 10th, Patty Lewis, to all, and here's a whole string of bad words, employees, re, very bad words, Christmas party, holiday party. I get no, very bad language, idea what the announcement is a was all about. What the, mm, do I care? I know what I'm going to get. You change your address now and you're dead. No more changes of address will be allowed in my office. Try to come in and change your address. I'll have you hung from the ceiling of the warehouse. Vegetarians, I've had it with you people. We're going to keep this party at Luigi's Open Pit Barbecue, whether you like it or not, so you can sit quietly at the table furthest from that grill of death, as you so quaintly put it, and you'll get your Edward, Edward salad bar, including hydroponic tomatoes. But, you know, tomatoes have feelings, too. Tomatoes scream when you slice them. I've heard them scream. I'm hearing them scream right now. I hope all of you people have a rotten holiday. Drive drunk and die. (laughs) And sign the bitch from hell. Well, the next day comes a memo, December 14th, from Terry Bishop, Acting Human Services Herman Resources Director. And she says, re-Patty Lewis in the holiday party. I'm sure I'm speak for all of us in wishing Patty a speedy recovery from her stress-related illness. I'll continue to forward your cards to her at the sanitarium. In the meantime, the management has decided to cancel our holiday party. Give everyone the afternoon of the 23rd off with full pay. Happy holidays. There you go. I had one more thing I wanted to do, Bob.
0: That was, that was a classic.
1: I, want, I, I Again, I, I had done the, uh, the politically correct Christmas greeting at the beginning of this. So this is a politically correct New Year's greeting. Okay. Because, oh now, uh, I wish you, this is to all of you now, I wish you a fully successful, fiscally successful, personally fulfilling, and medically uncomplicated recognition of a generally accepted calendar year of, uh, of 2019 but not without due respect for the calendars of choice of other cultures whose contributions have helped make our society great without regard to race, creed, color, religious, or sexual preferences of those wishes. And again, the same disclaimer, which I I will do for someone who may have missed it. Uh, My greeting is subject to (laughs) clarification or withdrawal. It implies no promise by the wisher to actually (laughs) implement any of those wishes. Uh, and no responsibility for any unintended emotional stress these greetings may bring to some who are just not caught up in the holiday spirit. (laughs) Nevertheless, Happy New Year. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.